You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. I was a little bit late uh, this morning. Actually, I was, I was late. My drain, just uh, my kitchen sink decided to get clogged today, and I was like, I don't know why, out of nowhere. I think what happened. Um, I think what probably caused it was a couple of weeks ago before I went TDY. Uh, I got like I normally pour my grease in a can like when I'm cooking, like with this bacon grease or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. A can. Well, uh, I was doing something. I if I remember correctly, a couple of weeks ago, and the can I had it just fell over uh, on accident and probably dumped half of the grease or whatever was in it. And I haven't really put anything down the drain, really. So then, yes, uh, yesterday was the first day I was kind of like really actually back from uh, from the TDY, and I went to use it. And I, I guess this morning is when it kind of all came to a head, and it just wouldn't uh, the water just wouldn't go down. So I took a pipe apart, couldn't see anything. Um, Poured some Drano down there, nothing. Came back, and oh, also I forgot that I decided to turn the washing or the the dishwasher on prior. And so I came back and I was like, oh, there's a bunch of water on the floor. I was like, oh, it must have like cleared itself out. And then I remembered, oh shit, I left the washing machine going or uh, not washing machine, the uh, dishwasher. So all the water that was in, you know how it just goes to the sink, it just all dumped right on the floor. And I was like, great. <laughs> So, being a being a homeowner, huh? Homeowner, I think this is a perfect top, perfect segue, really. <laughs> honest, but hey, and not even intentional. This was just, oh man, and I'm worried about this Drano that like is probably gonna eat away my skin. I'm sure. Uh, and well, yeah. did you like wash it off and stuff? I tried to. Like it was crazy. I saw. I started washing it off. I even used soap, and I could still feel it on my hands. It was crazy. But uh, well, so I, some of I, it might be what? What does it say on it? Some of it might be um, placebo or whatever it's called, you know. Placebo. Just in your head. Oh, uh, may oh yeah, maybe I don't know. It was it felt pretty uh, pretty oily still, so I don't know. When I wake up with gangrene. <laughs> we'll what did the What did the back say? It just says don't like let it touch you or something. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I think you'll be all right. I think it's like, I don't know. I think they always put some safety factors in there. You know what I mean? But but think about it. Like that stuff is made to eat away like hair and like clogged yeah, hair and yeah, yeah. old food. If it if it can do that to my hair or to old hair, think what's going to do to my luscious skin. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, keep me up. Keep the keep the people updated. You know, <laughs> I gotta give the people what they want. Life or death scenarios. But anyways, um, but I know yeah. how you uh, I know how you feel with that. Yeah, it's it's like one of those things you can't control again. You know what I mean? Where it's like should yeah. happen, whatever. I think you'll be all right. But um, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, like draining or cleaning a clog or whatever. It's like what actually works. You know what I mean? Like, cause like you, sh- like you uh, said, like Drano didn't really do much. It's like, we don't really have a, I don't know. I think there's not a really good solution to that. Right? Yeah. You gotta get the, you gotta get one of those snakes, you know? And I guess I don't, I don't have the snake here with me. I might have to go to, if it's, if it's still clogged tomorrow, I'll probably end up going to Lowe's or Home Depot on the way home from work or something and go buy one. But, uh, I'm not really, not really feeling that. Um, depending on what it is, like this might be TMI, but in college our toilet got clogged, mm-hmm. uh, and my friend just used like a coat hanger to. I think it was just like the toilet paper and stuff that got kind of um, yeah clogged up a little bit, and that worked like a charm. Yeah, I tried that already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I done tried it. I done use all the tricks. I gotta get. I'm gonna have to get it probably a snake unless I poured some boiling water down there. Hopefully that kind of loosens it up. We'll see. So you just had to turn. Oh yeah, you just turned the water off under the sink and then you took the pipe apart. Yeah, I so 
I just didn't turn on the uh, the faucet and then took the pipe apart, let whatever was claw like whatever was drained. I looked in all the U joint, everything, and yeah, it, they're clean as a whistle, proverbially. Um, That's really odd. Yeah, so I think it's the clog is way back in the wall somewhere. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I should have probably when that when that oil fell down there, I probably should have ran the like hot water for probably a good like ten minutes or something to just make sure it gets all out of there. You know? Yeah, but honestly, like I don't know. Back in the day, I don't know when this was. Maybe, uh, you know, when I first started, I don't know how to say this. Like seven years ago or something, maybe I. Didn't like totally drain uh, grease down the sink, which you're definitely not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But I would like do it in like maybe small bits or something like that, or like you yeah. know kind of put like soap in there first, and nothing really bad happened from that. So yeah. I don't think that I don't know. I mean, if it was a lot, I guess maybe one instance would do it. Oh, but it was it was a solid six ounces of oil. Okay, okay. I don't and I don't know though. Still, I don't know. It's like know. bacon grease, you know. I don't know. Because it, it was like, bacon, you know how thick bacon grease get, and it was just sitting there for basically a week and a half, you know, just yeah. letting, just, just sitting there growing, only getting stronger by the minute. <laughs> the Rocket Waiting. Theme song was playing. Yeah. <laughs> Thought you could dispose of me, but nah, <laughs> you have to come back with a vengeance. I got you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Did you... <laughs> Yeah, this is the perfect segue, but uh, there's there's more important matters to discuss here. Yeah. Um. So just jumping right into it, when you is skydiving the most exhilarating you know thing in your life? No. 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 <laughs> really? Yeah, it was. Maybe it was just me. Uh, so a little backstory, uh, do we, I don't think we touched on this. So first of all, I'm going to call my girlfriend out and say she is just a hater. Um, <laughs> she is, yes. Uh, I don't know what's better way to say it. Um, basically she's a belittler. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> anyways, she's so. What she what she did was okay. I, we like our birthdays are pretty close together, but uh, we were just talking about like just stuff. And I asked, I was like, hey, you know, if you could have like if you could do one thing in the world, and because you know, as you know, a lot of times um, it's not the money or the time. That, caught, that stops us from doing something that we want. It's usually both at the same time. Um, that so I, I have the money to, you know, get my skydiving license. So I was like, I picked skydiving because I said, I just don't have the time. I'm working on like, some other things. I'm working on getting my private pods license. Got a ton of work. I just don't really have the time and or really money to do both um, at the same time. So... I was like, I, I'd probably do that. So she's like, oh, well, you so I was like, I don't have time, but she still got me this skydiving uh, gift card, basically, to go skydiving. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll see if I can make some time. Found a weekend, and that was this last weekend. So um, fast forward um, again to this weekend, uh, just before – and uh, she, she, the weather is kind of not that great around here. It's been kind of chilly. So I'm like, ah, I don't know if it's a good time. Looked at the weather, and it actually turned out like it was going to look pretty good. So I called ahead. I was like, hey. And by the way, this, this, I was not a fan of the interactions I had with the kind of like desk clerk person on the phone and in person. Uh, oh she's, god she's this, not a, she, we're she's about not, to spill some tea our way here dude huh? i i'm i'm dude i'm this could be the petty podcast because <laughs> she was not oh man so i call i'm gonna give you a couple you know I, I like to tell tell stories so i'm gonna keep on going anyways so i call up i was like hey um oh just want to just want to know um how, i got this gift card um and i want to 
maybe schedule it for another time because I read the I read the email and it says you can there's no refunds but you can reschedule if you call 48 hours in advance. So I called 48 hours hours in advance. I'm like, hey, um, just want to know like what the weather's like. Are you guys still jumping right now? Um, is it kind of chilly? She's like, oh, you can't have your money back. I'm like, well, I didn't ask for to have my money back. Um, but yeah. I want to see if I could re- I want to see if I could reschedule. She's like, oh yeah, uh, why would you want to reschedule? It's going to be beautiful. I was like. I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, you're you're now a weather forecaster. You can tell the future. I see now. Anyways, so I'm Which, like, okay, uh, no, nobody can, by the way. Yes, <laughs> like, and I'm like, it's just this lady. She's she's clearly um, has a, has her own gift. Anyways, so go. I, I talked to her a little bit. I was like, okay, well, I just want to know, you know, just make sure that everything's good. Um, so I'm going, like, I just wanted to. See if I can move it to right. She's like, oh, it's gonna be fine. It's like, well, okay, fine. I'll, uh, I'll just, I guess I'll just keep it in together. And I have like some question about, um, you know, oh, is this a tandem one or something? She's like, oh no, you're signed up for the, um, you're signed up for the, uh, I think advanced free fall. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Which, to be honest, to be completely transparent, that's what if I was going to do it, that's how I would have done it. But I didn't think that it was actually a thing. Almost yeah. like it was like it was like in my head. That's how I wanted to do it. I was like, ah, that's not really how it works. I just so, want to fill, fill the listeners in on what we discussed, but we forgot or we didn't record. Um, I I always thought that you couldn't do that like right out the gate because yeah, you don't so, you don't have any other experience with anything related, right? No, I have no other than like doing like parachute landing falls or PLFs yeah. to practice ejecting. Uh, Stuff like that, you know, uh, not really like, and when I was in nav training, I, we rode up, we rode like a parasail basically. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, rode a parasail basically. And you fall from about 500 feet or whatever. So that was about the extent of anything I did. So anyways, um, go back to, I'm on the phone. She's like, Oh yeah, no, um, this is tandem. Like I was asked, like, is there anything specific I should wear? She's like, no, you'll have a jumpsuit or whatever. I was like, oh, like so I don't have to worry about that. Like, am I gonna be hooked up to instructions? Like, oh no, you have the advanced one, so you're just jumping out. I was like, what? I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. She's like, it's like, I mean, we can set you up for the tandem if you want. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, like I said, what that's if, kind of. Go ahead. What if she said, uh, and your girlfriend is gonna pack your shoot for you? Oh, I would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> Attention to and, detail. Uh, uh, we, uh, we, signed you, we signed you up for the life insurance policy, and your girlfriend's going to get it, and your girlfriend's <laughs> going to pack your shoot for you, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With all my duck, it's not happening, son. <laughs> uh, so she, so she's the, the lady's just being not very nice. Anyways, so I'm like, okay. So this brings me to the, my second order pettiness. Uh, so I, call, I text my girlfriend. I was like, hey uh, – you know that like did you know this is like i'm gonna be jumping out of the airplane by myself it's not tandem she's like yeah that's what i signed up you up for i was like i was like oh well you know like that yeah that's exactly what i wanted pretty much but it's kind of crazy to think about you know she's like no not really i was like oh, what what do you mean it's like i'm i'm going to be jumping out of this airplane by myself not gonna like never i have never done this i've never it, it, it's like, it seems kind of wild, doesn't it? Like, I was like, I'm not, like, I'm not really shook, but I'm kind of, you know. Um, I'm like, what's like? That's not really a thing, you know. I, I understand it's a thing, but it's still kind of wild to think about. So, she, and she's like, ah, no, it's really not. It's like the people. It's like, and then of course, here she comes to the academy, back in the academy. Of course. She, she goes, oh. He's like, oh well, at the academy they jump out um, by themselves the first time. I was like, yeah, okay, and they have a static line. So for the those who are uninitiated, there's there's a few different types of uh, uh, parachuting, I guess if you will say. There's free fall where you jump out, you fall for a little bit, and then you get to a certain altitude and you pull your chute. You have to pull your chute. And then there's static line where Essentially, you jump out the airplane and the the line is still connected to the airplane. So as soon as you jump out, it pulls the parachute for you and you just basically ride it down. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's static line. There's not like there's 
it's just me. Like I'm the one responsible for pulling my chute. Like, and it's my first time never having jumped out of an airplane before. And she's like, ah, well, uh, I guess you'll just have to figure it out, huh? I'm like, okay, this is minimizing this completely. So <laughs> I get there, I get to the place, and I, I check in, I do my class or whatever, and here comes part two about my gripes against this uh, this front desk lady. Uh, I wasn't even, it wasn't even against me, but somebody, uh, a guy, he comes in, he's like, hey, my, uh, we accidentally bought this uh, packet. We thought it was, it was a $99 package. They thought that it was a, um, they thought it was a skydive. We're like, oh no, uh, this is just the video packet. He's like, oh, well, um, can I return it? Yeah, like it was just a video packet, not the, uh, not the skydive, which, which is odd because you would think you would buy the, the video packet as an add-on, right? That would make sense. What so, the hell is going on at this place? Yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> I what go, is it like a? It's like a building with like a cardboard in front that says "We do skydiving." Yeah, something like little, that, like I with mean, permanent that's marker. Type, that's the type of operation they're running here. But it was legit. They had a whole hangar. They had a twin otter, which is a, a two a twin engine, a pretty big aircraft. Um, they had a couple other things, and they had the whole operation down. But this front desk lady is just really bringing the vibe down. So she's like, yeah, we don't do refunds. You're like, uh, okay, well, like, what am I supposed to do with this? She's like, I don't know. I guess you're, um, I don't know. I guess you can buy skydiving and you can use it on that. Like, what, what happened to this woman that like made her so disenchanted? Just disenchanted is that the right word there? Like, she, what well, the hell? I don't know. She was just being not a very nice person. And then like, they're like, he's guys like. Well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I guess I'm just going to – I just lost 100 bucks. Then and he, she walks out. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, you can buy a guy. Like, come on. Like, there's only so far. Like, this guy clearly didn't buy the right package. Do him a solid and just give him a refund. You can do it if you want to. No one's yeah. saying you can't. Like, yeah, exactly. Clearly, if he's not going to skydive, like, he's got – he bought it on the pretense. The fact that you guys let him buy a, a, a video packet – Without being Scott, without skydiving, is dumb. So anyway, Can I, I just so sorry. What is like? What is the video packet? So it's like somebody jumps out with you and they videotape it, and you get to have the video right you after. That so, is so odd that they just sell that separately. What the hell does that by, mean? Just by itself, and it, it made no sense. Anyways, so that was kind of my the end of my uh uh. Detour, I guess. I can't think of the word right now. Uh, the end of my detour in the whole skydiving thing. So, anyways, basically, it was just me who was going to this advanced free fall course. So, I sit there with a the coach, and he basically get, runs through emergency procedures and runs through like, kind of just general things, um, like what the canopy of the parachute supposed to look like. Um, a lot of the same stuff that you go through um, with aircrew flight equipment when you're, if you're a flyer. Right. Um, oh, it was almost like I didn't learn. Basically, I didn't really learn anything new other than how to operate this specific parachute. Can I ask so, a quick question here? Yeah, man. So this is a little bit of a tangent, but in those moments, don't you feel like I always get the inclination to try to save everybody's time and be like. Hey, let me just tell you what I know, and you tell me what you have to tell me, or like extra, or where I'm wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? But doesn't that sound like so rude, kind of? It is, and I, it, I say, I say, I get that inclination all the time, and I want to tell people, but at the same time, I you gotta let it happen, kind of. Yeah, you just gotta let it happen because sometimes people are gonna be like, they just get a, they get a negative impression of you, like you're a know-it-all. Or sometimes you just got to let people talk and instruct because it makes them feel good to instruct. That's kind of more of an interpersonal relationship kind of feel. But to a person who would not get butt hurt, that's a valid way to do it, I think, in my opinion. Um, yeah. There's a lot of there's, there's a lot of things that happen to me, especially in this cur my current career field. Uh, we're gonna do, if we're going to talk catching jet stuff um, that I already know and somebody's explaining to me. I'm like, yeah, I know I was in 
an expert at doing that exact thing. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, like I, I, I don't say that because it's, it's your time to let somebody else kind of show, do like show what they know and kind of give them a chance to feel valued in their um, specific job. So that's one, that's a, that's a piece of advice I have for everybody. If somebody's telling you something that you already know and time is not of the, of the essence, just kind of let them, let them have their moment in the sun there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so it was, it was probably about an hour and a half, maybe, of ground school. And then I, I started about 8.30, and I was done by about 10 o'clock. And from then, I was, I was just waiting around until it was my time to jump in. I didn't get to jump until, man, about 3 o'clock. So it was a lot of waiting. Yeah, you're just waiting there. Is that when you texted me? Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, that would I was, kill me. I, th- I think so, yeah. And because the, the issue is when you do like the accelerated free fall, your first few jumps, you have to wait till you have two instructors available and you have to pay both instructors basically um, to jump with you. So um, I took a long time waiting for that to come around and go up. Uh, finally, it's my turn. There, like we had to wait for the get the jet to get some gas. So I had to stop. I took my parachute off, waited a little bit, put it back on, kind of got checked out. They checked me about 18 times, which I'm not <laughs> like to be honest. I'm not yeah, really like, too damn much. Right. You can't like it knows a little annoying. You can't ever be checked enough uh, yeah. because the one time you got checked not enough is the last time you'll ever <laughs> be checked <laughs> again, right? So I mean, what am I gonna like? What you know? Why wouldn't I? So we go up finally, like and this whole time people were like, <laughs> they're like, okay, so you, uh, this is, your, is this, you're, you're doing the uh, free fall. How many jumps you got? I was like, zero. I'm like what? You got zero jumps and you're doing <laughs> this at first. I was like, dude, this, yeah, kind of, <laughs> this is mind boggling to me. Uh, right? I didn't know you could do this. Me, I, I, I kind of knew, but I didn't think it was going to be like this. Like, I didn't think it was actually going to be like this. I got, imagine like, them like you're about, they're about to like kick you out of the plane. They're like, so how many times did you jump? You're like zero. They're like, what? And you like jump out. Yeah. And it's like, wait, where did he go? They're like, so I'm like, there's a bunch of experienced guys. They're just walking around like, oh man, hey man, it's nice to meet you. Blah 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 blah. What are you going for? I'm like, hey, uh, you know, it's my first jump. Uh, basically, just tell them like, oh, what made you like? They asked me like, what made you want to do this? I'm like, I don't know, man. I just wanted to try it. Like people got like a lot of people have like these kind of cool stories like oh man i was just reckless i just needed a drill and adjust there's nothing there's no greater adrenaline uh rush than this and blah 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 i'm like okay whatever you say i'm like i don't know i felt i felt oddly calm about it the whole day so anyways as i'm 20 minutes into the story <laughs> uh i'll keep going no uh, so we go up and uh I get all my gear, go get on the jet. We take off and just kind of looking up. And I don't know. I was just like kind of just waiting because I was more worried about the guy crashing the airplane, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever. I got. Oh like, my god! I didn't even think about that dynamic. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you're you know, like trying to save your own life with your parachute. You're worried about that, and then you crash. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, right. So like we're going up, and like they're kind of like running through checks. I'm just like, all right, all right. And they're just like making sure, like, hey man, just make sure lo- loosen up, loosen up. Probably gonna tell you to loosen up, um, use your hips and straighten your legs. Probably, like, I'm gonna give you the signals for that. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just sitting there, just looking, looking. It takes a while, and finally, I put my goggles on the helmet, and they're like, all right. And he opens the door. I'm like, dang, I'm about to do this, I guess. And like, again, I was, I, my heart never really got going, right? I'm just like, oh. Fuck. Like I, I don't know. I felt like I was fucking James Bond or some shit out You're here. Ice like, man, huh? Jason Bourne, bro. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, my, me, my heart was going a little bit, but it was. I bet you my heart was like maybe eighty beats per minute, maybe. Uh, nothing crazy. Like your average person is probably like fifty-five to sixty-five beats per minute. Um. So I wasn't like it wasn't anything crazy. So then they're like, okay, and I think it was just because I was so focused on not fucking up. That uh, and like there's just a lot of stuff kind of to go. So get up, put one foot, one arm on the door, one foot next to the door, the other arm outside the door, the other foot next to the door, and like this was kind of crazy. Is like like they want you to stand up outside the airplane. I'm like, 
we're going like 130 miles per hour in the air, dude. I'm supposed to just stand up out here like it ain't nothing, like I'm uh, like it's a Titanic or something, and I'm sitting at the bow of the boat. Like, what's so, going on here? When they opened the door, was it like just a rush of air? Obviously, was, uh, it, was it was it like no, crazy in the cabin? No, it wasn't actually. Uh, I think it's because it like the door wasn't super solid already, right. so right. it wasn't like like the the air was already equalized, you know? Right. So hey, you open the door, you can feel a little bit of wind kind of swirling in the the in the uh, cabin, and then I step up, and then that's when like I stuck my head out the window, and I was like, dang, like this is pretty wild. So I'm like, all right, well, so you know, you kind of like I do all my checks. You you look, uh, I think you look down at the guy, and he gives you a heads up. You look over your shoulder, the guy behind you, he gives me a heads up. Look forward, look at the propellers, kind of like. You go up on your tippy toes, bend down, and then just jump out. And I was like, all right. Oh, my <laughs> so I did that, jumped out, and I was like, like I didn't even think, like, it was really weird. Like, I had it for a split second. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, hold on. Like, because it's just, like, I, don't, I think it was just kind of all so surreal that I didn't really think about it. Because, yeah. like, you look at, like, when you think about it, you look out the window of an airplane, and you're just like, Oh, okay, yeah, like that's the outside. You're like, I'm pretty high up, but that's just the outside. So I jump and I look out and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the ground out there. That's just outside, whatever. And uh, you just think of you like falling through the air unimpressed. Yeah. You like you're not thinking it like it's almost like you're not really falling because it's taking so long. Like I feel like when you're in an airplane and you're descending, you're like, man, I can see the ground coming up, but like you're falling and you're just like, uh, like. And like you only get like me personally, I hate that feeling when you're on a roller coaster and you you go down and you get your stomach kind of hurt for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the worst part. Like I felt it for about six seconds. I'd say I jump out. I'm like, oh man, I hate this feeling. That's when I was like, I was worried about I was gonna freak out because of that. I was like, I know it's gonna go away in a in a minute here once I kind of stabilize. But I was like, oh, I hate this feeling. And then like you kind of just getting that the the belly up free fall. And I was just like, all right. And just sitting there, just kind of maneuvering, making sure, like, I didn't really maneuver at all. They were just, like, holding on to me. And uh, I just sit there. They gave me some things to do, like, you know, look or look forward, look left, look right, look at your altimeter, all that stuff. And uh, not in that order, actually. But um, you just kind of do that. And uh, how uh, – I was going to ask this before, but the what you did versus the static line, mm-hmm. how, how – uh, what altitude did you jump from? So we jumped from 14,000 feet. Uh, the static line, you usually do that from about like 6, 600 feet, sorry. Like between oh, shit. feet, I believe. Just because you got to get down, you know? Right, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then so the one you did, they just jumped like right after you and caught up to you pretty quick? Uh, so one guy, like they're basically holding on to me as I jumped out. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I jumped out and I was like, all right. And you just kind of you fall, you're falling, and I'm looking at my altimeter. And I'm like, man, this is taking a long time to get down. <laughs> I'm just like, this is kind, it's like it's kind of crazy. But I was also like, ah, eh, not really that crazy. I'm just like, this is taking a while to get down, and it makes me think, like, you know, you ever think about like getting sucked out of an airplane? Yeah. Like you're fine. Like if you get sucked out of an airplane, you're gonna fall for a long time. Uh, you're gonna fall for a long damn time. <laughs> Be for real. It's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And you just, because you're like, oh, I'm just going to instantly be on the ground. They're like, no, like you're going to, it's going to take a long, you're just going to, oh, I, I don't even want to think about just getting sucked out and just falling. But anyways, um, I'm falling and finally it comes time. I like, I wave them off and I was like, all right, I'm good. Look at my, it was like, well, I think 15 or 5,500 feet. Uh, wave my arms and then pulled my parachute and you just kind of go back to the free fall and it takes probably about, four or five seconds for the parachute to actually come out. And then all of a sudden you just kind of sucks you back up and you just whoop. And it felt just like, it, honestly, it just felt like, like everything you train to when you're in the air, like when you're in the, the military, if you fly any ejection seat aircraft, then pulled, checked up. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and then I just started flying around and come down. And then the, the part I was most nervous about was the landing. Cause you got to think. Yeah. You, that's it, the, yeah. Like we're we're taught in the military, you know, you got the parachute landing for the PLF, so you just basically hit the ground and crumple. 
Well, the idea on these, because they're you fall a lot slower and they're more controllable, is you try to land on your feet. And I was like, damn, dude. Like I never tried to land on my feet in this, like ever. So I go in and like I'm falling, like you have to actually do a pattern. Like you do the pattern at the same altitude that you would for in an airplane, oddly enough. Um and so I come down and I'm like, like I'm watching and by the way, I'm watching these guys come down and they're smoking in. They're like coming at like 30, 45 miles per hour, flying in, and then they just like land on their feet like no problem. It's kind of crazy. What? Yes. It's unreal to see in real life. I was like, I didn't believe it. And did they did they like flare at the last second or they just make it, it work? Oh, they would flare at the last second, but they would like flare, like they'd be sweet like I'm I'm not even kidding. They'd be coming in at like 45 miles per hour. And they would just flare, and they just know how to flare correctly, and they would just kind of run it out, and that'd be it. So I come in, and I'm like, well, all right. Uh, try not to hit, like, this guy sitting on the ground, and I'm just like, flare, and, like, you like, 10 feet off the ground, flare. So I, I punch down, and it starts flaring. I'm like, okay. But, like, when you flare, you kind of get sucked back up a little bit. So I'm like, go to touch the ground. I'm like, oh, there ain't nothing there. And... Like I'm kind of off balance in it, but I landed on my feet, and uh, it was, which I guess not many people land on their feet. They say I just attribute that to being a superior athlete. That's an <laughs> athlete, always an athlete, and uh, landed and then just collected my parachute and tried to wrap it up the best I could. I couldn't really figure out how they wanted me to wrap it up, but I just did, and uh, kind of that was it. And people were just like, "Man, that was your first time. How was it?" And I was like, "Yeah." I, 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 the only reason I didn't say eh to them out loud is because I knew how excited they were about skydiving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I didn't want to minimize like their passion. I was like, yeah, man, it was really cool. Because it was really cool. But to be honest, I think I get more of an adrenaline rush, adrenaline, adre- uh, an adrenaline rush allegedly going 150 miles per hour on my motorcycle, you know, allegedly. Uh or flying an airplane, you know, like I feel like I get more like it, like I enjoyed that more um, than skydiving, which all that said, I will probably after I finish getting my PPL, I'll probably go back and uh, I think I will go sky. I, I'll get my license. Um, dude, that's it is crazy. Fun. I can't believe you did that, dude. Yeah. Uh, was- when you what altitude did you guys uh, hit your parachute at? Was that part tough at all? And how can you explain the um, the G's or whatever that, uh, you know, like of it yanking you out? Was that yeah. really you said it wasn't that bad? No, it wasn't. They just said um, so. At six thousand feet, they, they on this ride um, on six thousand feet, they told me to just look at my altimeter and wait for fifty five hundred feet. So as soon as I got fifty five hundred, I waved them off reach back and you just basically the it's like a hacky sack you pick it right. you just toss it like you're throwing and that's, a and that's the pilot shoot yeah and that like it's just that that just goes out and then um flies up and like i said take about four seconds and then i'd say like it pulled like it was enough that like you felt like you slowed down but it wasn't like an instant shock like bam yeah, like, yeah, yeah. going from 100 miles per hour or 120 miles per hour, however you fa- fast you fall, to zero. It was just like, uh, you, you probably slowed down, it seems like, at first, from like 120 to like 80 to 60. And so it wasn't anything crazy. I bet you it felt probably like maybe three or four Gs, maybe, if that. Um, I'd say probably like, yeah, like three, maybe three Gs. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, gotcha. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's awesome. You did that. I'm very impressed. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I encourage people to try it. Uh, and I really do encourage people like to try that advanced uh, free fall. You only have to do it one time if you want, honestly. And it's, it's about this. It's a little bit more expensive, but it's I think it's worth it because I think you'll be more happy with yourself that you just did something. Yeah, right. It's kind of wild, you know, it is wild, dude. And when you so it wasn't it was you said it wasn't that complicated to like land yourself essentially 
Uh, no, it really wasn't. Like, that was what I was worried. Like, they don't really tell you. Like, they just say, hey, um, if you pull, like, down to your ears, you're going to slow a little bit. If you pull down to your chest, like, you're, you're, basically, you kind of think about how, how you turn. If you pull on the right side to about your ear, you do a slight turn to your chest, you'll do a more aggressive turn. And then if you pull to, like, your waist or further, you'll do, like, a really, like, a Hayaka turn. Um, like, you'll, you're, you'll basically, like, you'll be at, like, a 90-degree angle to the right. ground. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which you don't want. Yeah, you got to be careful no. with that. Yeah, like, those guys, he, those guys who are professionals do it all the time. But I am not a pro, so I did not do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I barely turned it all. I was just trying to make sure I was good. And um, they don't really tell you what to do. They just tell you like about 10 feet off the ground, flare real hard. So I was like, I was about 10 feet off the ground. And I just kind of pulled slow because like, I know I weigh a lot, but I don't weigh enough to just for me to just punch down. Because if I punch down, I would have just sat there and just, it's like flaring too high, you know, uh, like in the right. air, you flare too high, you're just going to punch the landing gear through the wings essentially because you'll land so hard. But so I just waited, like I pulled a little bit until I was about three feet off the ground and then I pushed down hard or somewhat hard. I only pushed down to my hips, not as far as I would go. And then that was about fa as fast as I needed to go. And it wasn't anything crazy. Um, you just have to be, just be an athlete, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> How fast did you feel like you were going at the ground? Like pretty fast initially? Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. Are you talking about in the air, like way up there or in the, under the ship? No, like as you like the ground rush kind of came. Uh, yeah, but you're talking about in the shoot or like, yeah, first? in the shoot, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, ah, uh, it didn't really feel like it was that much. Like, so when I was on final, you like you turned final about 300 feet and I was just kind of waiting and then you get a little bit closer. And because I wasn't like, I was just kind of floating there, I wasn't trying to go fast. It didn't feel like it was coming up very fast at all. Like, right. I could see everything, and it felt a lot slower than what it's going to feel like if you have to eject. <laughs> That's for damn oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, those parachutes are super small. You, yeah. it's even, it was even slower than if you ever go to Airborne or if anybody ever goes to Airborne school. Those parachutes fall even slower than the ejection seat chutes, and this one's even slower than that. So it was pretty uh, – it felt pretty nonchalant, to be honest. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So it, it just seems, yeah. <laughs> and then I guess you just like kind of run it off, huh? You just walk it off. Yeah. And that's, I wonder yeah. how many, I would be scared of like hurting myself kind of thing at that point. Like just the shock, you know, but I, it sounds yeah. like it's, it's kind of a, you can kind of ease into it, I suppose. Yeah. I was, the thing I was worried about most is like, I know when I hang for a little bit, like my feet kind of, uh, you get to like they kind of go dead, and then you know you were like had like dead feet, and then you jump on the ground really hard, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You feel like needles go all the way up your legs. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. So I just kind of like I kept on clicking my let my feet together just to make sure that they're kind of awake. And then uh, I didn't really think about it, but I there like if there was a pothole or something, I could have fucked my shit up, you know. Oh but, yeah. I didn't really think about it, and it wasn't really there. You just kind of. Like I said, if you're if you don't land stiff leg and like you're ready to like bend your knees and stuff, it wasn't so bad. Um, like I said, there's people biffing left and right, and there's a couple of guys. One of the guys, I guess he's a uh, he's in the army here at my base, and uh, he was saying it's like, oh yeah, I, I do that. I've been doing this for a while, and he said he's like he's never stood up his landing, and about looking at him, I'm like, you're kind of I mean, he's kind of one of the the bad Joes, as in. He looked like he, he weighed probably like 230 and he would just look like chewed up bubble gum. Uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm embarrassed. He was, I was like, oh, yeah, what do you do? I was like, oh, I'm a JTAC. Um, and he was like, oh, cool, I'm infantry. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you don't look like you're infantry, but all right. Yeah. That's... But they come in all shapes and sizes, you know, I guess. Anyways, um, but yeah, so. It's just kind of like I, I take pride, I guess, in that I stood up my first one. Uh, so, yeah, next time, hopefully I don't eat shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome thing, man. I, uh, I, I've been I've been wanting to do it. It's a, definitely on my bucket list, I suppose. Yeah, you got to give it a go. I think uh, I think you I think you'd have a, you'd have fun. And yeah, it's a 
It's pretty sweet, actually. How how quickly would you say? I mean, obviously you could do the math, but like how how quick did it feel going from fourteen thousand to like you uh, deploying your shoot? Like, did it feel like in real life? It felt like so in my head. It felt like it took a long time because uh, I'm like. I thought it was going to be like a minute and I'm usually pretty good at gauging time um, in my head. Usually like even like whether I'm exercising or running or doing like a fast uh, activity. And it seemed like it was only about a minute, but it seemed like it was probably a good two minutes. Um, Which is really a long time if you like sat down just like. You're talking about like if you just sat down and just like stared at the wall for two minutes, it's like takes forever type of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. I was like, okay, I'm falling, I'm falling, I'm falling. Like it didn't really seem like I was looking at my watch. It didn't really seem like it was the altitude was going very much. And it just took a long time, a long time, a long time. And then finally I was like, oh, I, actually it's going a lot quicker than I think now. I'm like, okay, so I'm about there. And uh, all right. So that's awesome. Yeah. So then what's the, I guess I didn't really think about the whole like license um, part of it. What's like the, what do you have to do? What are the different levels? So the A license, that's kind of just the basics um, where you can jump by yourself. Um, That is uh, 25 jumps. Um, And then you're, you take a test and I think there's probably a written and then you do kind of like a check flight or a check fall, I guess you would say. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, just like you do in, like if you're in your private pilot's license, um, very similar, which when you, you kind of think about it, you're like, oh man, 25 jumps. That's not a lot to be just doing it on yourself. Where you're like, that kind of is to jump out of an airplane 25 times. That's kind of a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. And then people are like, I, I heard somebody, I can't remember who it was. It might've been, uh, I think her name's Taylor Schilling. Maybe the girl off of orange is new black. Um, they they're on NPR and they were talking about like private pilot license. Like what's what's what takes longer? Um, I think it was what takes longer watching. Uh, well, it was like watching some show, like like watching a season of a or the entire series of I don't know. I think it was oh yeah, watching the entire series of the show Wings, or getting your private pilot license. And then it takes longer to watch the show like the all the episodes of wings it only takes the minimum for getting your private pilot's license is 40 hours right people are like oh only 40 hours that's it like you don't realize how much you learn in 40 hours and how much you're like it's not like 40 hours okay and just give you a, a test or they give you a card and say you can be a private pilot like there's a lot of stuff that goes on to become a private pilot like the check ride is difficult the practical or sorry, the uh, the written test is very difficult um, on top of all these different maneuvers that you have to show proficiency. That's just the minimum that you need, not the what you can just like anybody who has 40 hours can just walk in there. So, yeah, there's a lot of shit you have to do. And um, I remember I did one hour before I went to nav training, and all that type of stuff. And he had me like do the takeoff and like do all the turns and stuff in the first hour. Yeah, you know, amongst other things. Yeah, uh, and it was just crazy when he was like, "All right, so you're gonna uh, do the takeoff." I'm like, are, "Are you trying to die, dude? Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> Don't you want to live?" <laughs> but it was like, uh, I mean, obviously he was there, you know, but it, and he's so comfortable with it, the instructor is. Yeah. But it's like it's not that it's not that bad, you know what I mean? No, I mean not once you get the, once you kind of do it, like, and you kind of yeah. figure it out. But uh, yeah. Oh, but I so I never finished the story, so. Uh, everybody is like, man, like I go like, and all, these are all the experienced people too, who are jumping there. And they're like, yeah, man, uh, like that's crazy. You, I can't believe you actually did that. Like with no experience. Cause like, it's a lot of people who do this, like do the, um, accelerated free fall. They've done a tandem jump before or something. And then they start. So they at least jumped out of an airplane. Well, they're like, man, you never, you never even jumped out. I was like, no, they're like, all right, that's crazy. And like, so all these experienced people are like, man, that's crazy. Meanwhile, my girlfriend's like, yeah, it's not that crazy. <laughs> so I, I finished and I was like, I, I text her. I said something. I can't remember what, but uh, she was like, 
uh, we were just talking about, like, send video, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I didn't really have anybody take a picture. And somebody just happened to video me. Um, and he showed me. He was like, oh, cool. Thanks for sending that to me. And uh, she was like, is it fun? I was like, yeah. I just basically said, nah, it was, it, was, it was fun, but not as fun as flying or doing something else. And then I, at the end, I was like, and I was like, okay, I got a bone to, or no, I asked her, I was like, I was like, have you ever, like, she was saying it like she'd done it before, and I, I know she didn't do jump at the academy. I was like, have you ever jumped out of an airplane? And she's like, no. <laughs> so I'm like, hold on. You just been minimizing all this this whole time, talking shit, basically, and you never even tried this? Get the fuck out of here. You know who she is? She's like that avid sports fan who knows what the football team needs to do to yeah. you know, win the Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah. Like and she, they've never she's played got an football inside before. Track. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I told her I on the way back, uh, I stopped at the gas station. I texted her. I was like, I got to be honest. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw a little spear at you here. You're acting like this was all like there's not a big deal when number one. It was a big deal to be jumping out of a fucking airplane by yourself, <laughs> like on your foot, having never jumped out. Number two, uh, that it's not even a little bit crazy that that can happen. And then all the other people who were also out there were telling me how crazy it was and what I was doing, who were actually like experienced people. And number three, that you're saying all this and you never jumped out of an airplane ever. I was like, I got I'm throwing a little bit of shade your way right now. So I was just like, I don't know, what you, I don't know what you're doing over here, lady. That's so funny, dude. Oh my goodness. That yeah. yeah. Man, but uh, I was gonna say, like, I, I was kind of thinking with our with the housing issues before. Uh, we might have to save that for the next one. But if you wanted to talk about your house buying experience, uh... <laughs> yeah. Do we got time? Uh, do you think, or you want to save that for a full one? I think we could save it for a full one. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we'd save it for a full one because we can go into both of our like kind of uh, uh, experiences, I suppose. Yeah. Talk about our lovely thing. I got, I am over here looking for a plunger that's not covered in shit to try to get my garbage disposal clean. <laughs> luckily, yeah. luckily I have one that because I went in my bathrooms I never use really. And I bought a plunger specifically for that one, just so everyone would have one. And I don't think anybody's used it, so I think I'm in the clear so far. Dude, that's the tough part about it. That's what I'm kind of worried about with, I mean, just the realization that you're the homeowner. Like, you own it, right? Like, yeah. it's not like you're just renting it and, like, you're worried about, like, something breaking that you're like, oh, shit, but, you know, I just text this person and then it gets fixed type of thing. It's like, it's all on you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you it's, can't just go to someone and be like, hey, my sink's broken. They're like, okay, but well, I mean, you got to go fix it. Or Yeah, like, what do, you, uh, what do you want me to tell you? How to... <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm even thinking about my house. Like, well, I don't want to get too far into it because we'll get into this next one. But like, for instance, the people who had the house before me, uh, I think they had dogs because you can see where kids and dogs, like there's certain, there's wear patterns in the carpet where you can see the foot traffic and it's like all worn out the one in like certain areas where they had like might've had a coffee table or a couch and stuff um, where kids would run. And then like where the coffee table was, it was the carpets completely fine. Like one square. So I got to like, I bought it like that, not paying attention. And it's now when I sell the house, I'll probably end up having to replace the carpets just because I didn't pay attention. But yeah. And that's the tough part is like, I mean, we were talking just about the, Obviously, you're the homeowner, but it's just it. It's like no one really tell. And I mean, I guess this is kind of extra credit, but it always comes with the territory, literally, of like you know you have to replace the floors or you have to replace one piece of the floor, you know, type of thing. And I'm so grateful for YouTube. Somebody actually made a joke today, like I wonder how much, um, what are they called the. Uh, um, handyman kind of thing or like electricians or plumbers or whatever have lost uh, because of YouTube, you know, but then on yeah. the other side, I wonder how many people have gotten hurt or like fuck something up because of, you know, they tried it themselves type of thing. Yeah. Know? But there's, a, there's something to be said too. Like, so again, this is my girlfriend. She was, uh, like when she lived in Texas, uh, apparently so she says, uh, there's a lot of like, there's no good way to get stuff off. Like, official contractors to come out and do stuff 
you always had like handyman, handyman who just came and did it off the books. But that can kind of fuck you if you don't. So like I'd oh, say the con- like the contractor. So like say you like she did a bunch of lights and stuff all on her own without having a um, with without the contractor basically doing it. So if like her house burns down and they're like, oh yeah, it looks like uh oh it was this faulty wiring. Who installed it? Oh, you have no record of someone installing it, and if you did it, well, there goes your insurance, not covering it, you know, and you're out, you know, a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house or however much the house costs. I think hers it was probably like one twenty or something like that, or one thirty maybe. But um, you know, like yeah, so, that's super like, scary. I, I think contractors would probably be sit or sorry, like official plumbers and electricians will will be safe in that aspect. It should be at least. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like what I was kind of getting at before was you could go on YouTube and try to learn it right, but just like anything else, the first time or you know however many times you do it, you're gonna make a mistake that you didn't see coming, kind of you know, yeah. unless like you I don't know pour like 23 hours into like learning how to you know uh, set up the floor or something like that, and even then yeah. it's still it's still gonna be something you just didn't know you didn't know type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah so. There's lots of trust you got to have and just really sometimes just have being adventurous when it comes to that kind of stuff. There's some things I'm willing to do. And the same thing goes for me for in my cars. There's some things I'm willing to try out. And there's yep. a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not really willing to try out. Uh, if I had like a, like maybe my Saturn, like I'd be willing to try to replace like a head gasket, we'll say, or um, replace the lifters and uh, do some like actual engine work a little bit. But there's like, see, if I was gonna do that in my Corvette, no way. No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna let somebody, I'm gonna let the pros do that one. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. it's even cool that you do that stuff. Like, I remember, I think I was talking to you about, uh, shit, I forget what it was. I think changing the uh, coolant mm-hmm. or something, because it was like, you know, the coolant flush costed like $140. Whereas, yeah. like, if, you know, if you did it yourself, obviously it'd be way less. But, like, that, I mean, I'm sure you like could do it easily and I could probably, <laughs> I suppose I could figure it out at some point or, you know, you could help me or something like that, but like just doing it by yourself, you could definitely fuck something up, you know, and then it's, yeah. kind of, it wasn't worth it in the end type of thing. <laughs> yeah. You might have, you just spent more money trying to fix your own fuck up than yeah. just taking it to somebody. Yeah. Which actually brings me to the point of like, I just, um, got like tempered glass to put on my phone Mm-hmm. You know, like a screen protector type thing is that's always like the most uh, nerve wracking experience. I have to like, you know, gas myself up throughout the day just to like get the, you know, <laughs> just to sit down to do it, you know, yeah. and it's and always one, like one piece of lint will ruin your entire day. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you know, so you got to like pray to the gods and like, you know have everything sanitized you know what i mean and then like yeah, you, you gotta put like, it down and then move <laughs> it like once and you're like well everything's fucked that, there goes 40 dollars or something like yeah. that you know? but then it what works I, out just fine what i like to do is uh they have those um the the ones that the the screen protectors that they come in a case basically made for the phone so all you do is set the set the phone in the case and then you press the uh, like basically press the screen protector and it's made to fit perfectly uh that kind of really changed the game for me yeah actually that's the one i used it's a i used otterbox alpha alpha glass because i have an otterbox defender which i thought was going to be a little bit better setup but yeah it, it was just like that it, it came with like a uh i guess what would you call it like a template almost or something like that where you basically can't mess it up essentially yeah and that was that was really helpful but Somehow I still did slightly, but uh, it was it was still good. And then all those air bubbles, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've had to watch out for the air bubbles. But I mean, I think I I looked up that you could. I think you could just bring it to Verizon or somebody, and uh, they could do it for you. But this is what I was getting at: was like it's kind of priceless. It's not definitely not priceless, but it's kind of you know worthy or rewarding to do it yourself, even if you do fuck it up. You know what I mean? There's just a little bit of you know, hey, at least I tried versus like, you know, getting kind of coddled, I suppose. Yeah. But then again, if you're like, I don't know what doing whatever, like you said, like, you know, electrician or something like that, that could certify your stuff to make sure you do it right. Uh, yeah. That might be worth it. But 
Yeah. And here's the thing too. If you take it to, well, talking about phones, if you take it to Verizon or Apple or whoever, like they're just normal ass people too. They're no like experts. Like they weren't like specifically trained to do this unless they have like a machine, which Apple does have a machine. I've seen them be able to do this. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. But it works. It's made to work with specific uh, screen protectors. I I had a couple buddies who I used to work with when I worked at Apple. Uh, They showed me that they brought it out. I was like, oh, dang, that's pretty sweet. But like, you take it to Verizon, they just like whip it out and just start putting it on. Yeah. Like, hold on, dude. Uh, you you're no expert. You're yeah. just some dude. Exactly. And then, then if they kind of mess it up, they're like, "Well, I mean, oh well, you know." And it's like, uh, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, here you go. Here's. Go. Yeah. So. That that yeah. is funny though. I was just doing that the other day. <laughs> and I was, I remember I, I like sat down and I was thinking like deeply, I was like, ah, is this, cause this is sometimes the checks I have to go through with myself. I'm like, is it worth it if I fuck, is it, is it worth $40 if I fuck this up? Is the to, juice worth the squeeze? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, I just hate the whole situation of like, you know, you pay $40 and they only give you one. And then it's like, I mean, yeah. understandably, I guess it's like if you mess it up yourself, you can't just get a refund or get like another one free. Maybe if they're nice or something, but kind of yeah. like that thing you're talking about with the video package. But there's a uh, there's a couple. I can't remember the company, but one of them actually uh, one of, like you can s- basically it's a lifetime warranty. You just have to pay five bucks and they'll send you a new one. Uh, I've used it a couple times. I can't remember what the name of it, though. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty decent, though. It is. I mean, we could have a whole podcast on like screen protectors. Do you, do you know about those like liquid uh, screen protectors? Uh, no. So I don't know what it is exactly, but they kind of just coat it with this liquid that I'm guessing hardens. You know, so it's basically like you basically make a mold on your screen, and like you can't just like take it off. Obviously, you'd have to like chip away at it. So there, there's like pros and cons to every screen protector. I think it's like. I feel like there's no like perfect one that has it all, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. That's a little bit of the new hotness. I think that people like, because you know, you can't get water underneath it or there's no air bubbles, you know? Yeah. So that's, it's kind of just a interesting little thing that I'm sure, you know, you, I, I would not trust myself doing that one. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also. So when you think about it too, so what's the reason we have screen protectors, right? Think or yeah. think screen protectors yeah. like I so I have a screen protector on my phone. I also have a case on my phone. But why do we have the case on our phone, right? You have yeah, a no, case it, on doesn't your. Doesn't it seem so redundant? It really does. Cause think about it. Like you're you're protecting. You're you're putting a case on the phone to protect the way the phone looks. But you're not gonna be able to see the way the phone looks because it's underneath the case. Yeah, I I remember when I got my phone. They're like. Do you want the blue or the black? I'm like, it doesn't matter because I'm putting a case on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, never, I never get to see the full, like, because, you know, I have a Samsung or, or even if it's an Apple or whoever, like, they take time to make the phone look good, but no one ever sees that because most people have a case on their phone, you know? Yeah. I wish I, I wish you could just, I mean, I wish I was, like, trusting enough or it was reliable enough where you didn't need it. Yeah. There's no way I'd be dropping. I'd drop my shit left and right. So. Oh, dude, I've. Yeah, I love the, I don't know, you know, it's it's one of those types of things where when you get it and use it, you're like, oh, yeah, I need an otter box or a case or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, another one could have done just as well or maybe you could have been, you know, it would have been fine. But I know I've had otter boxes and like, I, I mean, I'm not doing any crazy shit, you know, I'm not like special forces or something crazy, <laughs> which I guess you've talked about in other podcasts is nothing crazy also, but, uh, just like, you know, getting out of your car and you like drop it in, like it has like a really bad fall and the otter box saves it or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe when I'm actually, I'm doing this right now with my phone. Maybe I think maybe sometimes you just got to take the phone out of this case and just appreciate it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like the, the, it's like really, so I got an iPhone 10 uh, or iPhone 11, I guess it is. I think it's iPhone 11, something like that. Anyways, whatever it is, it's the iPhone 10. No, it's iPhone 10 S or whatever, or R, I can't remember, but it's the newest one. That's not the three camera. And it really is a good design of a phone. Like you look at it, it's sleek. 
it's kind of like semi glass, semi, yeah. uh, you know, like the blacks, the, the, the blacks, the, what is it called? The, it's kind of like the black mirror almost. Uh, it's really a great looking phone, but you don't ever see it. I don't ever look at this thing. Yeah. I know. Maybe I just gotta, very, you just gotta, it is a very odd thing. Like, go ahead. Take, like, take it out of your, uh, <laughs> go take ahead. Take, out your house. Phone, take your phone out of your, uh, take your it phone out of your case free. and just enjoy it for a second. I think I think I've heard stories before of people like which always uh is the um what's it called not unnatural fear fear but uh uh you know what I'm talking about the irrational fear yeah yeah of like they would buy their case and as soon as they're trying to put it in the case they like drop it and it breaks and it's like fuck yeah <laughs> that sucks but also again we could have a whole podcast of this of just like the phone industry is just mm-hmm. out of this world, right? It's like you need a new phone. I mean, granted, it is like kind of not our lifeblood, but like, you know, it's our personal computer almost, like handheld computer, you know? We can yeah. do so many things with that. It kind of warrants the price, I suppose. Like a, you should pay good money for it because, you know, it's such a part of life, you know? Yeah. It enhances your capability, I suppose. But it's just crazy, like – you know, when you go to buy it, it sucks. Like all the choices, all this type of stuff, how much it costs. But then once you have it, you're like, yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah. That's why, uh, so my phone, I lease it. So every year I can get a new one. Uh, so that's kind of nice. Like I'm like, I don't like really plan on keep, like I have my, one of my old iPhones that I can use just as a backup, but like, because you know, you know, like they come out with a new phone every year. You might as well, if you're going to, if you're going to have it, Everyone a new year, you might as well just get the keep on getting the new one, and like I pay the same price that I would if I had bought it outright, you know. So, right, it's not a like I, it, this is the first time I tried it, and it's really not that bad. Like I'm not a fan of leasing things, but when my phone, yeah, like what am I really losing at that point? I guess. So, how much do you pay? What do you pay like monthly or something like that? Yep, it's like. Uh, I want to say it was. Let me see. How long. iPhones cost like we'll say like twelve hundred bucks divided by twenty-four. It was like fifty bucks a month, about. Uh, but the, you get a new phone every year. Yeah. So like basically, because you you pay for a two-year contract or two-year phone. Right. So if I paid that exact amount ever, and it's also it's interest-free by the way. Right. Um, which was like this. It, was, it sold me. So. Every year you basically pay for half of your phone and then you get the new one and then you just pay for half of that phone, new one, pay for half of that phone and you just keep going until you're done. Say like, like, ah, I really don't want this new phone. I would just pay for another year and then I would own the phone uh, as if I had paid it outright. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. I really- think Samsung had something like that. I was kind of tempted, but it also, they also have, I don't, I'm sure iPhone are similar or mm-hmm. Apple, but if you just like, you know, they do the typical trade in value, you know, and if you they're they're you know, it's always funny when they have those ads like up to five hundred dollars for your phone now. And it's got the little asterisk next to it. You're like, hell yeah. And you got like a two year yeah. old phone. And they're like, only if you give us your phone from last year, or the one you bought like yesterday. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they do have good deals like that. And I used to do the thing. I mean, I guess I still kind of or not actually this is the first year I didn't, but where I would like every two years I would buy the phone that was like the one before the newest one type of thing. Oh, the older one. Yeah. yeah. And then every count. two years I would just do that type of thing. Or once yeah. the phone, the new phone came out by the second newest one. Yeah. I know we were just save a little bit of money and like you get almost the same functionality. Yeah. But this is the first year that I bought like the, I bought the S10e is what I have. Oh, so you got the like, 10. Oh, ball. Yeah, so it's the inexpensive version of the S10. Yeah. Um, and this, this is the first time I'm buying like the current kind of one. Yeah. But the S11 looks pretty sweet. I think they finally got rid of the uh, front-facing camera. It's like behind the screen somehow. I don't know how they're doing. Oh that. no shit. Yeah, that's. And I think that's what the the rumors are. But yeah, we'll we'll see what they what they can do, what they can churn up. Samsung. Yeah, I'm not a big Samsung fan. I use Samsung uh, phone-esque things at work. Uh, and that's about all I use it for. But 
I mean, I can, I, I'm getting used to it, but it's not enough for me to want to buy Samsung myself. I'm still an Apple baby, I guess. Not to. Yeah, they all have pros and cons, and I, yeah, sometimes I think like I should just jump on the Apple train, and because uh, I mean they get they make great products as well. Oh yeah, but like, I'm a big proponent of it. But every like it's it's one of those things that every like exactly like you said everything has its own uh, pros and cons. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we're about it out in an hour there. Uh, yeah, there, there it is. Yeah, that was. I know we spent a lot of time talking about my skydiving experience. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the main topic. That was a good. Yeah, uh, hopefully, I, hopefully, we're, <laughs> yeah, hopefully you guys won't be too bored with that. But um, no, it was good. Yeah, I recommend it for those who are curious. Just give it a shot. I mean, you're highly unlikely to die, but. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, maybe you will, I don't know, but maybe you'll die in your car crash. Oh yeah, exactly. There's yeah. Might as well do what you love or, you know, try different things as opposed yeah. to staying on your couch and being safe, you know? Yeah. And you'll figure out if you hate it or you love it, you know? So yeah, like, exactly. I was kind of in between like, yeah, if I never skydived again, I wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is like you got to do – you got to like go out there and branch out and try things at least once, right? Kind of like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you never know what you're going to like. You know, you, yeah. could, you could love skydiving and just be like, I guess I'll try it, you know, so. Yeah. But all right. Uh, you got any parting shots? No, that's it. Cool. All right. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in. Talk to you guys soon. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.